Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He has Parliament Hill on speed dial, and they know when the phone rings, no comment is not an option. This is The Roy Green Show. On uh, Friday, I uh, tweeted out something that I more than less thought would get maybe a little bit of reaction, maybe a little bit of response, but not very much. And instead, it got a whole raft of attention, not only on Twitter, but also uh, in emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. And uh, the whole thing is, when I woke up in the morning, I thought, where's Andrew Shear today? And I've been thinking about Mr. Shear and his performance, sort of idly thinking about it, because, you know, I'm a conservative voter. I'm not a member of the conservative party. I've never been a member of a political party in my life. I have no interest in becoming a member of a political party. I've been asked to run for the conservatives, asked to run for the liberals. But, uh, but I've never been a member of a political party, but my philosophy is conservative. And uh, the conversations I've had with Andrew Scheer on the air have always been cordial. And uh, I like him. And obviously, he's a likable guy. The parliamentarians decided that he should be the speaker in parliament on uh, more than one occasion. He's been a longtime member of parliament. But he's not well known to Canadians. And this is the man who's going to be running again, Justin Trudeau, next year. And why is it? I was looking at a CTV poll from Friday. Why is it that Jagmeet Singh, who is the brand new leader of the NDP, why is it that his visibility and his, um, the Canadians are more knowledgeable about Mr. Singh, significantly more so than than Andrew Scheer? Um, 26.9% of Canadians say they don't really know anything about Andrew Scheer. 18% of Canadians said the same about Jagmeet Singh. So I tweeted out my question about um, Mr. Scheer. I I wrote, uh, where have you gone at Andrew Scheer? Polls indicate you're not connecting with Canadians. Perhaps if you were present and uh, demanding on Trans Mountain, for example, you should be in B.C. and Alberta, your home province of Saskatchewan as well, raising Hades. If you want to be prime minister, get past the learner's permit. So I find out, I also wrote that uh, he should have uh, taken up residence in Alberta and B.C., as I said, and to connect with the people of Canada. Trudeau was in Peru and France and now is doing selfies in the U.K. This one I wrote this. Call him out, Mr. Scheer. Call him out. So where was Andrew Scheer? He was in Quebec. Why are you in Quebec, Mr. Scheer? 
while he was there for another consultation with Quebecers. So, what is it that Quebecers want? The same thing Quebecers always want. They want money. They want, into get, they want to get into the pockets of Canadians. They want to be recognized as distinct and, and, uh, and separate. Cher tweeted another QC. No, I, I tweeted that. What did he write? Anyway, he was, in, uh, he was in Quebec to consult. So I tweeted another QC consultation tour on top of so many others. Have you pressed Quebec on the need for Energy East? Mr. Shear focus on Trans Mountain and pipeline issues daily, forcefully. You've done a Quebec radio show. You were invited to a frank discussion with me from Ontario to BC this weekend. I didn't hear anything back. I didn't really expect I would, but I just don't feel that Andrew Shear is where he should be as far as connecting with Canadians is concerned. Justin Trudeau is vulnerable. He's made so many mistakes. His India tour was a total disaster. The pipeline issue is one that should really bite Justin Trudeau. So Andrew Scheer should have been in B.C. and Alberta and Saskatchewan for a week or two. Not a day in, 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 uh, in Calgary, but a week or two demanding headlines, creating headlines, making yourself visible, making yourself a clear alternative to Justin Trudeau, to the voters, certainly the ones who are on the edge. They're sitting on the fence. They're not sure who they're going to vote for. So I'm going to play something for you now, and then we'll play a few clips, and I want some, I'll ask you some questions. Here is Justin Trudeau yesterday in Halifax, where the Liberal Party of Canada is holding its convention, and they are clearly getting ready for the election next October. And Mr. Trudeau very directly took on Andrew Scheer and the Conservative Party. Have a listen. I'm looking forward to it because I don't think the Conservative Party learned anything from the last campaign. The current leader of the opposition introduced himself to Canadians a year ago as Stephen Harper with a smile. His words, not ours, as if the biggest problem with the previous government was Mr. Harper's facial expression. this. It wasn't Stephen Harper's frown that created the worst growth record since the Great Depression. It wasn't his demeanor that cut veterans' pensions and closed their service centers. It wasn't his mood that failed to get either a pipeline built or to act on climate change. No, my friends, Stephen Harper's personal disposition didn't fail Canada. His policies did. (laughs) 
And if there's one thing and only one thing that we've learned about the Conservative Party under Mr. Scheer, it's this. It may be Andrew Scheer's smile, but it's still Stephen Harper's party. So there's uh, Justin Trudeau yesterday in Halifax. You know he didn't write a single word of that. But it's fairly effective. And what's the comeback from Mr. Scheer? He tweets today, Unbelievable, Justin Trudeau wants to add another tax onto his carbon tax. His carbon tax will make the cost of living more and more expensive for Canadian families while doing nothing to protect the environment. Trudeau is failing to make life more affordable for Canadians. I'm sorry, Mr. Scheer, but that's barely warm. That is barely, barely warm. You have so much ammunition, but Justin Trudeau provides you and has provided you like this. Yes, yes. Uh, C24, uh, <laughs> it's the bill that for me exemplifies the Conservatives' approach to politics. Because what they get to say with the Liberal Party's staunch opposition to C24 because we absolutely and thoroughly impose it, is that, and I'll give you the quote, so you guys can jot it down and put it in an attack ad somewhere, that the, the Liberal Party believes that terrorists should get to keep their Canadian citizenship. Because I do. <laughs> And I'm willing to take on anyone who disagrees with that. So, that is in and of itself just something that should be worked on and the opposition leader should be just taking that to the bank. Justin Trudeau saying that convicted terrorists should get to keep their Canadian citizenship and then passing legislation, Bill C-6, to make sure that that in fact happens and the leader of the Toronto 18, whose plan it was to explode a truck bomb in downtown Toronto, he's already had his Canadian citizenship restored. It was rescinded by the Harper government under C-24, I think it was, and now he's had his citizenship restored. You heard the nervous chuckling from the audience. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? That's before he was elected prime minister. Then after he became prime minister, he passed the law to make it possible. And then there was this exchange in Parliament, just to listen to about a minute of this, between Andrew Scheer and Justin Trudeau. Mr. Speaker, CSIS warned the Liberal government all the way back in 2015 that returning ISIS fighters were a continuing and real threat to Canada. They warned that Canadian citizens were recruited by ISIS, quote, not because they needed more foot soldiers, but because they want to teach the Westerners to take the struggle into every neighbourhood and subway back home. So ISIS specifically trained Canadian fighters to come back here and terrorize our community and the Liberals knew about it for over two years. So why is the Prime Minister so focused on reintegration services and not putting these people in jail? 
Right, Honourable Prime Minister. This government, like all governments, takes uh, extremely seriously the safety of Canadians, and that's why everything we do is focused on keeping Canadians safe. And we know uh, that a society uh, that uh, is, is safe is one in which uh, we are uh, using a broad range of tools to keep Canadians safe. Yes, we have enforcement, surveillance, and national security tools uh, that we use to a significant degree, but we also have uh, methods of uh, de- uh, de-emphasizing or de-programming people who want to harm our society. And that's the things we have to move. How can you not just take that and use it to your total and complete advantage? It's incoherent. It's irrational. And it runs against the just the common decency expected of a Canadian society. How, look after yourselves and not the terrorists. However... We know that Mr. Trudeau believes that this country is the first post-national state. And we don't really have a common identity. There is so much ammunition for Andrew Scheer to use. And what does he come back with? After the Halifax speech by Trudeau, lame tweet about taxing the carbon tax. How do you think, Mr. Scheer, that is going to gain your traction when more than a quarter of Canadians don't really know who you are? I would have really appreciated if he'd been on the show today because we could have talked about this. Not my job to promote the Conservative Party of Canada, but as a Conservative Canadian, I'd like at least for the leader of the Conservative Party to have some firepower. Diane sent a tweet to at the Roy Green Show. This is my greatest fear with him. We need strong leadership, not weak traditional establishment word salad. This next election should be a slam dunk against Trudeau. And where is Sheer in Quebec? And Sask Boy takes me to task. Why do you sound like a campaign strategist for the Conservative Party of Canada? Well, if you pay attention to what I'm doing, you won't even ask that silly question. Barry at the Flatlands, uh, no, may I, no way I'm missing that show, I guess the one I'm doing now. Get him going, Mr. Green. We need Mr. Shear to really pick up his game and get after the everything that, that is Trudeau. Yes, we do. So, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's 800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. And my question is, where have you been, Andrew Shear? Do you think the Conservative Party leader of Canada is doing the job that he needs to do to be elected Prime Minister of Canada? Or is he not taking advantage of everything that Justin Trudeau has laid out in front of him to be taken advantage of? Mr. Trudeau provides you with a banquet of opportunities. Feast, sir, feast. Mr. Shear, if you do want to call, it's 800-263-2428. And your people know the other number, too. And for everyone in Canada, 1-800-263-2428, 1-800-263-2428. Is my, uh, does my tweet, where have you gone, Andrew Shear, resonate with you? 800-263-2428. Give me a call.
Sometimes you just have to agree to disagree. This is the Roy Green Show. Well, obviously, uh, the level of integration of the Canadian and American uh, steel and aluminum industries uh, are well understood. Uh, ingots produced, uh, uh, aluminum ingots produced in Canada are used uh, by American manufacturers to, uh, uh, in a broad range of things. Uh, we uh, import uh, more steel uh, than the Americans uh, uh, ex uh, import. Uh, <coughs> sorry, we uh, have a significant trade surplus. Uh, the Americans have a significant trade surplus with us on steel, uh, which, mean, which means uh, we buy steel from them, they buy steel from us. All right. Let's go to your calls at 800-263-2428. How can you not take advantage of that? Pat is in Coquitlam, British Columbia. Thank you for the call, Pat. Oh, hi, Roy. I really enjoy your show. I wish people like you were running for government. Well, they've, they've asked me, but it, yeah. it's not well, for me. Thank you. you. Know, the, the thing is, I just don't see him hungry enough to become prime minister. Mr. Shearer. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, and he, I saw, I see PowerPoint a few times, and I saw Jagmeet Singh on the panel and giving his message directly to the public. Andrew Shearer should be doing something like that as well. He has every opportunity. Yeah. It's all sitting there waiting for him. The thing is, his, I, sadly, the name skipped me. Uh, but Michelle Rimpel and then the other two women in his shadow cabinet, they seem ha to have more guts and, you know, they, they're more forceful than Sheer. Candace, Candace yeah. Bergen has been yes, on this program with, uh, with um, Michelle right. Rimpel and yeah. uh, with Senator Batters. They've, they've all been uh, very forceful, That's very it. powerful. Yeah, they, they seem to have come uh, attacking uh, Trudeau way more than Sheer. So it's not just me, right? I, I, I was wondering if it was just my impression, but I don't think Mr. Sheer is the kind of guy to go for the jugular. No. And that's what it's going to take in the next election. Yeah. That's what it's going to take. Thank you for the call, Pat. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Have a great day. It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll talk to Louise. Is this Louise also in Port Coquitlam? Hi, Louise. Hi, how are you doing? I... Um just think about common sense, you know. I mean, if money can buy just about anything, it can buy someone like you to work for Andrew Shear and say, hey, if you don't have the time or motivation to look up this stuff and find out what Justin Trudeau is up to and what he said, uh, you know, and we're all living with the consequences. So shouldn't every, you know, Canadian citizen be kind of concerned about the fact that he doesn't know what he's doing? Well, if you're, if you're a conservative, hold on, Louise, I'll come back to you. If you're a conservative and a conservative voter and you want a shot at winning the government back for the Conservative Party of Canada, then you need a leader who's going to actually lead. We'll come back with more calls. We'll start with Louise in Port Coquitlam and you at 800-263-2428. A message to Andrew Shear. He's always up for a good debate. This is the Roy Green Show. The Roy Green Show at the Chorus Radio Network. At the Roy Green Show on Twitter is what, uh, where I tweeted my concerns about Mr. Shear's performance on the job. 
as leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. Now, in maybe 10 minutes, 12 minutes, we're going to be speaking with, we'll take more calls from you coming right up, but we'll be speaking with Major Mark Campbell, PPCLI, he lost both of his legs, in Afghanistan in an IED attack. Major Campbell is a member of the Equitas Society, and that's the group of Canadian veterans suing the federal government because of the lack of support the veterans are getting from the government. And Mr. Trudeau was asked about that in one of his town halls. You'll remember. Why are we still uh, fighting against certain uh, veterans groups in court? Uh, Because uh, they're asking for more than we are able to give right now. Um, They are asking for more than we, well, no. Hang on. You're asking, you're asking for honest answers. So how can you not take advantage of that? That is such a corrupt response from the Prime Minister of Canada. The man who delivered $10.5 million to uh, Omar Khadr, self-confessed terrorist, And then he tells us he's just as angry as we are. Oh, sure he is. How can, Mr. Scheer, how can you not continue to remind Canadians and Trudeau of what he said, of these quotes? This is gold if you're in opposition to the man who should not be Prime Minister of Canada. He has not delivered for this country. He is not delivering for this country. You have opportunities, and you're blowing it. Back to Louise in Port Coquitlam, British Columbia. Thank you for waiting, Louise. You're welcome. Go ahead, please. Well, I just had some time during the commercials to think about uh, great leaders in the past. Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt said, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And I think that's Andrew Weaver's problem, just like everybody else in Canada that didn't vote for him as the leader. And Trudeau... You still there? Hello? Well, we lost Louise. I don't know what happened. 800-263-2428 is the number. Call us back, Louise. Jim is in Midtown Toronto. Jim, thank you for the call. Yeah, Roy, sorry to correct Louise. That wasn't TR. That was FDR. Yeah, I know. TR said, speak softly and carry a big stick. Both work. You're situated in exactly the correct position to outline to Mr. Shear what's going on. And I'm a supporter. I'm a social conservative in this case. But, Andrew, wake up. The thing is, Roy, watch the pressure increase from your standpoint as Doug Ford, like a big, massive machine, stamps out win. And if he's victorious, Roy, in about four to eight months from now, the pressure will increase exponentially on Shear as you, every Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, will keep hammering away. Andrew Shear has to realize, start acting like a conservative populist. Go, after, go for the throat of Trudeau, because Trudeau has been weakened. And as I said, even Trump and world leaders are just laughing at this clown prince. How can you not... First of all, how can you not be absolutely uh, aghast at a prime minister saying in a town hall mm-hmm. that he, uh, he that the government is fighting, using that word, fighting veterans in court because they're asking for too much? How can you not just be furious 
about that kind of spurious statement. I am furious, Roy, but don't you remember? Andrew Scheer was Speaker of the House, an arbitrator, a mediator. Yeah. I was outraged. I was screaming at the... At no, no, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure, I'm sure you're, you are. Oh, sure, but Roy, I got news for you. If you leave now, people say, Roy, get in the... No! Ford, then Kenny... And then let's deal with Trudeau. Trudeau will be in Ontario rallying for Kathleen Wynne. Andrew, wake up, smell the coffee, get in there, start fighting. Be a true Westerner, a populist from Saskatchewan. For heaven's sake, the home of Tommy Douglas. Fight, Andrew. Fight. Uh, roll up your sleeves. But, Andrew, as I said, the parliamentary, the dilettantes and the bon vivants of Parliament. Shall we do this in a diplomatic fashion? Fight, Sheer. Get up and fight. And, by the way, as I said, develop a spine. All I can say okay, right now... Okay, Jim, Andrew, I got it. I got it, buddy. Thank you for the call in Midtown Toronto. 800-263-2428. Andrew Shear. He's not doing the job. He just is not doing the job. I almost feel sorry in a way, you know, for, for doing this today because I don't know if they have a greater strategy. But if, I, what are you doing in Quebec, consulting with Quebec on the Thursday before the uh, Halifax meeting in, of the Liberals. Why don't you go to Halifax and bring up the issue of the pipelines? You don't think you'll get media attention and the attention of Canadians? I know it's, well, the considerations are how many people could we possibly upset? How many votes might we lose if we do this? They don't think about winning. They think about minimizing losses. Sherry's in Stony Plains, Alberta. Hi, Sherry. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? Good, thanks. I just wanted to say, I, I don't know where Andrew is either. I think he's sleeping too. I, I don't even think he has to go on the attack. I, I, I think he all he w- would have to do is just make fun of Trudeau and some of the idiotic things he says. Uh, you know, get his goat. Get Gerald Butts calling uh, Canadians Nazis when they make fun of Trudeau for... You know, Why would anybody let kind. that go by, right? Why would let anybody... I know they'd say, well, we're, we're, we, don't want to, we don't want to protect any one group. There would be all sorts of answers. Also, I don't want to make excuses for them, but they would have excuses about why they don't do it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think that, like you say, I just you need to get uh, the Trudeau and, and Gerald Butts and those guys saying what they actually think of uh, Albertans and Canadians. You know, are like non-Quebecers. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't even think. <laughs> I, I think his job would be pretty easy if he, if he would uh, come to work. All right, Sherry. Appreciate the call. It's eight hundred two six three twenty four twenty eight. We'll take a few more calls before we take the break. And uh, just looking at the uh, these numbers in this poll, let me be sure that I've got, got it correctly here. Uh, where is it? So 18% of Canadians, 18% of Canadians don't have a good understanding of, whenever you look for the numbers, you can't find them, right? 18% of Canadians... Um, don't really know enough about Jagmeet Singh. And 20, 29.5% of Canadians don't know enough about Andrew Scheer. Now, to be fair and to, be, uh, to get all the stats out, 29.3% of Canadians don't know enough about Justin Trudeau, they say. But Justin Trudeau's the prime minister. He's defending territory and it's always the advantage of the of the person who's the incumbent. The person who's the incumbent always has the advantage. Ivan in Calgary. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm not going to ask how you are. Everybody else asked you. So I'm still the same. <laughs> there you go. So, 
Justin Trudeau, something I never heard, I never hear from Canadians, is that Justin Trudeau gave away billions and billions of dollars to all kinds of countries all over the planet. He just gave... Good reminder. It's a good reminder. He gave his own foundation multiple millions. He gave the Clinton Foundation multiple millions. He gave the Aga Khan Foundation multiple millions, and they gave millions. In fairness, the in fairness, the conservative gave conservatives gave the Aga Khan's foundation multiples of millions as well. I didn't know about that, yeah. but but remember, when he became prime minister, one of the first things Trudeau did was go to the United Nations and say Canada is back and pledge two point six billion dollars. And I didn't know about that either. Yes, all sir. I knew about was the billions and billions that he gave away to all these countries. The social structure of, of Canada is crumbling. The infrastructure of Canada is crumbling, and he's giving away billions. And I don't hear and word he, of this and Canadian. compounding that by increasing the debt of this country yes. dramatically, running deficits that are so far beyond what he what he committed to. But and that's all. Look at look, Ivan. It's all there. Andrew and here has tons of ammunition. He has, has more ammunition. Really, he has more ammunition than he needs. So I've emailed and I've sent messages to the conservatives. What are you guys doing? Why are you not out there like Michelle Rempel's out there? It's free. It's called Internet. If Michelle Rempel were running the show, it would be a different show. Yeah, there would be a show. There would be a show. Thank you for the call, Ivan. If Candace Bergen were running the show, it would be a different show. If Maxime Bernier were running the show, it would be a different show. Mr. Shear still has plenty of time. I had no, really I had no idea when I when I sent out that tweet on Thursday morning that there would be the kind of response that I've seen. So this this issue has been festering with people for some time. So maybe the conservatives are going to be angry that I brought this up. That's fine. I don't really care. I'm not beholden to them or anybody else except the listeners. But if you've gotten a message about what you should be doing, then do it. And if you don't do it, we can't, those of us who don't want another four years of Justin Trudeau would tell you we can't live with another four years of Justin Trudeau. Those who do want another four years with Justin Trudeau are thrilled at what's happening with the conservatives. When we come back, we'll talk to Mark Campbell, distinguished veteran One of the men Justin Trudeau was talking about when he said, they're asking for too much money.